Hello, welcome to the podcast of First Church. I'm glad you could join us. This message was preached by uh, Pastor David Brown from Pittsburgh, executive pastor at the Pittsburgh Church under Bishop Lamonis. And uh, what a great word we heard from Pastor Brown, which was titled, Praisers Always Win. It was a great message, and I pray you're blessed by it once again today. with me today. He brought me. God bless him. Thankful for his life. Uh, I want to go to the word of God. I've had something in, in my heart. Uh, I don't know if any of you know or realize it, but today it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, and uh, I brought something out of the word of God for today. I would like if you would kindly uh, stand and turn with me to the book of 2 Samuel. <clears throat> 2 Samuel chapter 6. Do you have it? Say amen. Um, I'll, I'm, we're going we're gonna to read uh, starting at verse 20. Uh, 16, we're going to read verse 16, 17. Um, jump a little bit higher, verse 14. 2 Samuel 6, verse 14, and it reads uh, in this wise, it says, And David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. Verse 15, so David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Michal, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping, hallelujah, and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Uh, let's jump to verse 20. When he says, then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said sarcastically, how glorious was the king of Israel today who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants and as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. And this is David's reply. Verse 21, and David said unto Michal, uh, it was before the Lord, listen to me, lady, it was before the Lord which chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the house of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore will I play before the Lord. I'm going to have a good time before the Lord. And I will yet be more vile than thus, and will be base in mine own sight, and of the handmaidens which thus which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why don't we pray uh, just for a moment? Lord, we come before you, God. We pray that you would do something miraculous, something spectacular in this place, Lord. Move 
on behalf of someone, Lord, that needs a blessing, that needs a breakthrough. Why don't you help me pray just for a moment? Come on, lift your voice just for a moment. God, we come before you, Lord. Why don't you prepare, Lord, the atmosphere for what God wants to do in the life of somebody. Somebody came needing a miracle. Somebody came needing an answer, needing a prayer resolved, a situation resolved. We declare right now in the name of Jesus, amen and amen, amen. I would like to speak for a few minutes on the subject, the praisers always win. Amen. Why don't you turn to somebody? Turn to somebody and ask them, are you a praiser? Oh, man. If they didn't say nothing, change your seat for today. Hallelujah. I'm looking for the praisers. How many praisers are in this place? The praisers always win. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Uh, today... The entire continental United States is bursting with enthusiasm and anticipation as the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals prepare to go head-to-head in Super Bowl 56. Fans from everywhere who claim to be uncomfortable coming to church because of COVID-19 are stockpiling just south of here in SoFi Stadium, Inglewood, California. Even people who ordinarily show no interest in football will be glued to their TVs as 117 million people are projected to view the game in just a few hours from now. Uh, We will all in this place be firsthand witnesses Uh, to what Eric Sims wrote about in his book entitled The Secret Lives of Sports Fans, The Science of Sports Obsession. Uh, In it, uh, he claims that sports obsession is unabashed fanaticism. Researchers at uh, Mary State University show similarities between a fan's identification with a team and how people identify with their ethnicity, with their nationality, race, and even even their gender. Team identification is the extent to which a fan feels a psychological connection to a team and the team's performance are viewed as self-relevant. So they tie their identity to who they are by what the team does. They are not running backs. They're not tight ends. They're not kickers. They're not defensive backs or quarterbacks. They're not a coach. They're not a manager. They're not getting paid. They're not an owner. They don't wear or have a team uniform. They have never been to a team practice. But at the conclusion of the game, they all jump with exclamation and say, we won. I I have a critical question to ask every one of us. How will that impact the worship in the house of God today if we had that type of spirit and mindset that when we see somebody get the victory, 
Hallelujah. When we see somebody else see God move on their behalf, that we don't just sit there and watch them shout, uh, but we, hallelujah, shout, because if one of us gets the victory, then all of us, it's the victory of every one of us, and we can jump up and shout, we won. Bless the name of the Lord. Many saints do not have good team spirit uh, because they only rejoice uh, when it's about them. Uh, but hallelujah, as if you are the only one in the body of Christ. Uh, but there are many others uh, on the same team. But I need you to look at the person around you. Why don't you look around you and why don't you say we are all on the same team. Uh, we are all a part uh, one of another. If God does something for the person that is sitting next to you. Uh, he is doing it for all of us. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, it always uh, goes your own. Some people only praise God when it always goes your way. Uh, but you ought to rejoice uh, and you ought to praise God uh, that every one of us in this place, uh, hallelujah, is going to leave uh, with the victory. Uh, we have got to stop Focusing on ourselves, uh, on what God did for us, uh, and that's it. Uh, and we ought to stop, start looking and noticing that if God did it for him, uh, then he can do it also for me. Uh, if God did it for you, uh, then we will all have the victory. Worship is supposed to be corporate. And it is interesting because people flew from across the country and across the world. They paid thousands and thousands of dollars to cheer for a team they're not even on. Ain't that crazy? But here we are as the body of Christ. And we ought to not only rejoice and praise. And we ought not to have a competitive spirit with one another. But I need you to cheer in this place today. Amen. Because if God did a miracle for anybody, he's doing it for everybody. Do me a favor today. Please, would you just open up your mouth? I need you to shout out loud, we win. Good Lord, we win. We win, we win. Hallelujah, we win. I read the back of the book and we win. I need you to understand that the Bible says we are more than conquerors. I need you to understand that the Bible says we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. I need you to understand that we are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We win. When you get a job, we win. When you get a raise, we win. When you get a promotion, we win. When you, hallelujah, God gives your child a breakthrough, we win. When deliverance and healing comes to your life, we win. Why don't you praise the Lord as if we all are winners in this place? We win. We win. Ephesians says that we are the body of Christ. And hallelujah. And we are one part of another. 
Bless the name of the Lord. What is bizarre in the sports world is that one team must lose. Which means that half of the attendees will leave disappointed. <laughs> in no other industry outside of sports can you stay in business if half of your customers leave disappointed. <laughs> Imagine if at a restaurant, 50% of the people ate at your restaurant leave dissatisfied. They didn't like the food. Imagine if you were a singer and 50% of those that come to your concert leave and tell, saying he can't sing a lick. Imagine if you were a car manufacturer and 50% of the people that buy your car leave saying that's a Lemon car, don't buy it. I tell you what, you won't be in business for very long. But aren't you glad, hallelujah, that we serve a God that cannot fail, hallelujah. He comes out good. He comes out shining every time. We serve a God that will not just meet some of your needs, hallelujah, but he will meet all of your needs according to his riches. But it ought to be enough for you to shout if God just did half of what he said he'll do for you. Because that is far more than enough for you to give him glory and magnify his name if he only does half. Hallelujah. Some of us only shout when everything goes our way. You are a spoiled brat. There are people who wish they had half of what we got today. If you, Hallelujah. There are people who wish they had half of the blessings you have, half of the house you have, half of the car you have. And if you have a house, hallelujah, you don't only have a house, but you have furniture in your house. You don't only have a family, but you have a healthy family you ought to praise him if it's only half of what God has spoken over your life let me tell you that the half has never been told it ought to be enough more than enough for you to give God glory just for half of all that he has done for you half of your blessings half of your miracles half of your doors that he's opened half of the ways that he has made Half, that's all you need to give him glory. If you can praise him at the level of half, I believe he's going to take you all the way to the next level of a whole. If you can praise him at 50%, I believe before Easter today, hallelujah, your health is going to be 100%. Your marriage is going to be 100%. Your child's behavior is going to be 100%. Your finances are going to be 100%. The devil thinks he can make you depressed because you are at 50%. But 50% means that you are halfway there. And if you can praise him. I feel God is going to do something in this place. Listen to this. A devout man fan knows better than believers how to respond to a disappointing loss. In the four trips to the Super Bowl that the Rams made, 
from 1980 to, nine, to 2019. They have claimed only one title. The Bengals have never won the Super Bowl in the team's history. They lost in 1981, and they lost in 1988. But you know what each of these teams say every time they lose. Every time they lose. Every year, year after year, time after time. What they told themselves in 1990, what they told themselves in 91, in 99, in 2005, in 2010, and 2015, they keep telling themselves these simple words, it's going to be better next season. I wonder how many saints in this place, how would you respond to the word of God, hallelujah. If you've seen failure after failure, what kind of Christians are we? If we give up when God doesn't answer the first time, let me tell you, you got to open up your mouth and tell the enemy it's going to be better next season. As a matter of fact, we are coming into the best season of our lives. What God is about to do in our, this season, is going to be greater than has ever been seen. Every now and then, when I praise God, I'm not praising him for what he has done for the victories I've won. Every now and then I'm praising him even if he didn't do anything for me because I have faith that in the next season of my life things are going to be better. Hallelujah. Things are going to be greater. I don't know about you. I don't know about the Rams or the Bengals. But I know that in 2022, it's going to be my season. It's going to be my season for favor, for victory, for blessing. I felt that right there. Hallelujah. You've been waiting. You've been sitting on tiptoe anticipation. Last year it didn't work out. The year before it didn't work out. The year before that it didn't work out. But this year I'm expecting a miracle. I'm expecting God to move. I'm expecting God to show out. This is a giving church. I got the report. I heard the report. It brought goosebumps to my, hallelujah, to understand how much you've given to the Lord. This is a giving church. And let me tell you that givers, hallelujah, the Bible says that give and it shall be given unto you hallelujah so God owes you because that's the word of God and you have given to the Lord and this is the season and I want you to shout about this this is the season that you're gonna receive a windfall back that whatever you've given God is gonna return it pressed down shaken together and running over Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
If you haven't given anything, don't shout right here. But if you have given unto the Lord, you ought to be rejoicing because they that sow in tears, they're going to reap a harvest, a blessing and favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've given for others, but today, hallelujah, why don't you receive it right now? This is my season. Step aside. I don't want to know about you, but this is my season. I've been praying for my child. I've been praying for my finances. This is my... Hallelujah. I know 19 was rough. 2020 was... Tough, uh, nothing but bad news. Uh, 2021 was absolutely crazy. But I believe uh, that everything I've been waiting for is coming in 2022. Uh, and we are going to see, hallelujah, what we have been waiting for. Why don't you just shout it out? This is my season. This is my season to reap what I have shown. Hallelujah. Why don't you shout, shout unto the Lord, like if you see in this season the best of your life. Revival is coming. Power is coming. Anointing is coming. Holy Ghost and fire is coming. Hallelujah. Open doors are coming. Deliverance is coming. I believe breakthrough is coming my way. Hallelujah. Everything you've been praying for is about to release. And I want you to give the Lord one more praise. I want you to live a hallelujah. Like if you see right now an open window up there in heaven. Hallelujah. The God, God is pouring down a blessing. You won't have room enough to receive. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. You will be happier than ever in this season. Hallelujah. Your health, hallelujah, is going to improve in this season. Your child is going to stop acting crazy in this season. Why don't you receive that in the name of the Lord? Hallelujah. No more depression. No more anxiety. No more fear. God is going to do it. Make you stronger than ever. Hallelujah. There are, there are two divisions of fanaticism. One is called burging, which means basking in reflected glory. Basking in reflected glory. So, so if your team is doing well, you feel good. Yeah, those are the bandwagoners. Yeah, everything's going good. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's quantifiable evidence that after the win, uh, people wear their jersey proudly. People feel better about themselves the next week. Yeah. Uh, people wear their colors for days. They're excited. Why? 
because it is after the victory. But they're still basking in it. Hallelujah. I, I believe this church this week ought to be basking still in the victory y'all obtained last week. Goodness. Come on, I, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. You don't see that everywhere. You don't see that every day. Hallelujah. There ought to be something inside of you rejoicing to see what the Lord has done. Because we remember what he's done. And it feels good to win. And I, I'm looking for some worshipers in this place. Bless the name of the Lord. Who are here today. Who know how to give God praise on reflected glory. Not, not what he's doing right now. Not what he did today or this week. But, but I remember, hallelujah, how the Lord brought me out. I remember what... He did for me. Would you just lift up your hands right there? And would you just open up your mouth? Bless the name of the Lord. And why don't you give him reflected glory? Hallelujah. Come on, what's wrong with you? I know the Lord has done something for you. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For saving me from that accident. I thank you, Lord. For helping me in my marriage issues. I thank you, Lord, for healing my body. I thank you, Lord, for freeing my child from that terrible relationship. I thank you, Lord, for giving, hallelujah, us blessings we didn't deserve. Come on, give it reflected glory. I thank you, Lord. You saved my soul. You picked me up, Lord. I was headed down a wrong path. But you brought me, Lord, closer. You saved me. You delivered me. I remember the time when I lost my job. I didn't know what I was going to do. But, Lord, you provided for me. You are Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Reflected glory. That's why the saints of old, they would sing, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, all I need is a flashback to remember everything God has done. I dare you to lift your hands and give him reflected glory one more time. Do you remember when the pandemic started? Do you remember when you didn't know what you were going to do? Do you remember when they told you you couldn't work no more and you thought you were going to lose it all? But let me tell you that God was there. God provided. God made a way. I give you reflected glory. Hallelujah. He brought us out of the miry clay. I glorify you, Lord. I magnify you, God. You've been better to me than I've been to myself. I lift up your name, Lord. If nobody else does it, I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy. You came my way and you heard my cry. I praise you. I bless you. I bless you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, 
Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you just, why don't you just pray? I feel God's doing something right now. Right in this moment, God. God move on our behalf. I, I may not have everything I, I've prayed for, but I have most of it. I have my health still. I have life. I have breath in my bones. God, I, I'm still facing obstacles and situations, Lord. But right now, I'm basking on yesterday's victories. I'm remembering what you did for me, God. You brought me a mighty long ways. I couldn't have made it on my own. I couldn't have seen the victory on my own. But you've been faithful to me. You've been good to me, Lord. All my life, you've been faithful to me. Lord, I praise you and I worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Reflected glory is virgin glory. But in contrast, there is corfing. Why don't you say that? Corfing. Which is cut off reflected glory. That's when your team loses. And you want to cut yourself off from the team. Because you feel disgraced. Oh my goodness. Burn the jersey, yes, burn the jersey. You don't want to show up to work. Oh, man, you, don't, you, can't, you can't show your face. You're, you're avoiding all your friends. Yeah. They call them, like I said, these are the famous bandwagoners, I call them. Bandwagon fans. They're only fans when the team is winning. Uh, so, so they hide their hat. They hide their jersey. They take the bobblehead uh, out of their car or, or off their desk. <laughs> because those kind of fans are only faithful when they're winning, when they're on top. I, I don't know if I hit a nerve on anybody. But, but, but God is looking to see See, see, it's easy to shout when you're successful, when you're winning. But God wants to know how are you going to praise me when you are facing defeat in your life. Who knows how to lift your hands anyways and declare, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, let's make the devil dizzy because he is expecting some of us to just sit there with our arms crossed with a long face. But why don't you praise the Lord right now even if you haven't seen the victory this year. Hallelujah, I praise you, Lord. I give you the glory. Are there any jobs in this place that will say, Lord, gives and the Lord takes away but I'm going to bless you Lord anyway are there any saints in here that will say though he slay me yet will I trust him hallelujah bless the name of the Lord 
There aren't any call corfers in this place. Hallelujah. When I'm on top, I praise him. When I'm down, I praise him. Because even if I'm down, if I start praising the Lord, if I start giving him glory, when praises goes up, hallelujah, blessings come down. The more you praise the Lord, the higher you rise. Hallelujah. The better you feel, the greater he becomes in your life. There ought to be some in the saint of God that propels him no matter what I'm going through I gotta praise the Lord hallelujah hallelujah God says give me glory when things aren't going well give me glory when you're in the midst of your storm God says I'm gonna lift you up you got to be able to say no matter what you're going through, I still trust you, Lord. I'm going to still lay it on the altar. I'm going to still believe by faith. I'm going to trust faith against faith. I'm not giving up. I'm resolved and determined. Hallelujah. In the middle of afflictions, in the middle of the storm. Hallelujah. These fans... They praise, they cheer in the snow. They cheer, they take their shirts off, right on their chest. You know how they do it. They spend thousands and thousands of dollars. They model what I call misdirected halal. Misdirected praise. Because they praise something People they don't even know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Halal means to be clear. Halal means to know what you're shouting about. Goodness gracious. They're not shouting just to be shouting. Goodness gracious. I'm looking for somebody today here. <laughs> because when you know who your God is. You don't need anybody to prompt you, to push you. You don't need something spectacular to happen for you. I've I, I seen, seen some people here haven't moved a finger yet. To get, makes me wonder if you know your God or not. But when you know your God, hallelujah, there ought to be some jumping in your feet. There ought to be some running. In your feet. Bless the, there ought to be some rays in your hands. Because I know who my God is. I know in whom I have believed. Ah, bless the name of the Lord. Let me remind you, he is the lily of the valleys. He is the bright and morning star. He is the rock of ages. Hallelujah. He is the first and the last. He is the beginning and the end. Let me remind you, he is the king of kings. And he is the Lord of lords. He's Adam's redeemer. He's Abel's vindicator. He is the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He is the rise, bright and morning star. He is the Lord. I want somebody to shout his name. I know. I know who he is. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Goodness gracious. Lily of the valleys. Bright at morning star. Hallelujah. He's all together wonderful. Bless the name of the Lord. It starts stirring in my heart. You cannot talk about your God and not feel something leaping in your spirit. There ought to be always a shout in your spirit. Regardless of how low you think you are. Hallelujah. Just to think of who my God is. Ought to give you enough prompting to shake yourself and say, I'm better than this. I'm more victorious than this. I don't have to settle for this. I don't have to just sit here and take it when I have a God that is almighty, all-powerful. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Halal means to be clear. It means to boast, to celebrate. And this is the point I wanted to get to. Halal, this is powerful. Halal means to look foolish. Mm, hallelujah, glorious, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. All right, all right. Let me tell you, you cannot be a praiser and look cute. I, I'm going to say that again. You can't be a praiser. I, I, I remember. I grew up in church. I remember, and we need to bring back those days, good Lord God Almighty, when we would roll on the, I remember Pastor Kilgore, he said, whenever, whenever, whenever you praise God, whenever you feel like you don't feel him anymore, do whatever you have to do. Let me tell you, young people, don't ever get to that place. If you have to roll on the floor, roll on the floor. If you have to spin, do whatever you have to do. But I got to feel God. Hallelujah. I got to feel him burning in my soul. I got to feel the, even if I have to look crazy. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, don't ever feel embarrassed. Don't ever feel like you're doing too much. Hallelujah. You praise him. Praise him like you lost your mind. Praise him like if you've gone crazy. Praise him. Because this is all I know. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, this is therapy for me. Hallelujah. After all the tears I've cried, after all the troubles I've had, I gotta praise Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Somebody just go crazy. Go cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. One more time for the Lord. Hallelujah. I need somebody that doesn't care who's looking at them. I need somebody that doesn't care what people may think about you. I need somebody that doesn't care what they say. Roll your eyes if you want to. Look at me up and down. Turn your nose up at me. But I'm going to praise my Lord anyway. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, 
I don't need everybody. I just need, this is a special service. I don't know if there are any visitors here, but this is for the saints tonight, today. This is for somebody that just wants, come on, let's just have an interruption right now. Why don't you just praise the Lord just for a moment. Give him your best, your best shout. Yeah, I praise you, Lord. I give you the glory. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise the Lord. Because let me tell you, you don't know what he's done for me. You could call me crazy, but you don't know what God has done for me. They said I'll never make it. They said I'll never get out. But the Lord, he was faithful. I feel something's getting ready to break. I feel something's getting ready to break in this place. Let me tell you that it's only the praisers that get the victory. It's only the praisers that got getting ready. Hallelujah. They're getting ready to have their whole life go to a new level. It's only the praisers that are about to pull down stronghold. It's only the praisers that are about to see the atmosphere shift on their behalf. You're going to step into a whole other dimension of glory. It's only the praisers that are about to see revival break out. All of you that are scared to praise the Lord, just sit there. But I want the praisers. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, so uh, I wasn't able to go to Super Bowl 56, but I did arrive at 2 Samuel chapter 6. And in 2 Samuel chapter 6, the word of the Lord says that David lost the Ark of the Covenant. He lost the glory of God. He lost the spirit of God that was in their midst. And he went after it. But let me tell you, chapter 6 says something very interesting. It says that the people thought he would never recover it. Sometimes you got to praise God in the face of people that think you're not going to get your stuff back. Hallelujah. But I declare today, I declare today, whatever you lost in this season, you're going to get it back in the name of Jesus. Why don't you reclaim your victory? Come on right now. Why don't you reclaim your power? Come on. Reclaim your anointing. Reclaim that. Reclaim the joy of the Lord. I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. 
I'm getting it back. I'm getting it back. Ah, Sarebo Sata. Hallelujah. I'm getting it back. So, David went after it. Sometimes you just got to go after it. Even when they say you can't get it. Even when they say you've lost your chance. Even when they say you're past your time. You got to go after it. If God promised it to you, it's got to come to pass. Sometimes, even if your family says no, even if your mistakes say no, you still got to chase after whatever God said you're going to get. Why don't you just take a moment again and just go after it? Go. Go. By the power of the name of Jesus, I declare that this is your season for recovery right now. Hallelujah. God is giving you an impartation, greater faith, greater power, greater anointing, greater victory is coming your way. God is going to help you this season today. Break those habits that are binding you. Hallelujah. 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 So, I don't have time to go through everything. So, Micah, Mikal, looks at him. And he says, good, good Lord, you look crazy. You look foolish. But David turns around and he tells her, you don't know what God's done for me. You don't know God, how God's moved in my life. And after that, she became barren. That means she wasn't able to produce. Let me tell you, you can sit there and look and say, oh, these people look foolish. These people look crazy. These people look uncouth. But let me tell you, it's only the praisers that produce. Sit there if you want to, but you're not gonna produce. But when you get in the spirit and you start praising, and magnifying the Lord, something shift. When was the last time you spoke in tongues? When was the last time you were stirred? Hallelujah, God, hallelujah. I'm praying today, God is making me more fertile than ever before because my praise is going up. Hallelujah, my shout is going up. Hallelujah. So I need some crazy people. We're going to shout one more time. We're going to give him glory. If they're able to cheer out there in the world, why don't we cheer for the Lord like if we've lost our mind? Two, four, six, eight. Who do you appreciate? Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Thank you again for joining the podcast of First Church. We're so honored that you were able to stop by and listen to this message today. Pray it was a blessing to you. I want to remind you uh, that you can get connected with us on our social media accounts by looking up First Church Woodland or First Church Vacaville, both on Facebook and Instagram. We would love to get connected with you there. Uh, Also, you can go to our website, firstchurch.app, and download our app from there and stay connected that way. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining and we'll see you in the next podcast.